Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast, powered by Self-Recoding, world-class consulting and coaching services that you can access at selfrecoding.com. Self-Recoding is a unique blend of neuro-healing modalities that will empower you to reach your full potential. Join thousands of others who have experienced rapid results in their journey of personal growth. Now enjoy our show where we bring you tools for a powerful mind with your hosts, Cassie Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bold and Blonde Mindset Evolution, the podcast that gives you tools for a powerful mind. I'm Cassie Tate, your host from Down Under. With me, as always, your host from America, Daisy Pup. Hi, Daisy. Hi, Cassie. Down under, I'm in yesterday land and you're in tomorrow land and I know it's still winter there and here it is really wonderfully summer and I very much enjoy that. I understand that some people are convinced that it is too warm, too hot, too sticky, but I just feel here in South Florida like an orchid with the humidity in its bloom. Yes, humidity, I bet. I don't know whether being freezing cold is better than being stinking hot, to be honest with you. (laughs) For me, clearly warm and hot and Florida is better than cold to me. But that is my subjective experience and my subjective perception. For sure. And I respect everyone else's if they prefer living in Norway or prefer living in cold temperatures high up in the mountains. Yeah, you know, when our air conditioner broke for a month in the middle of summer, I just wished for this winter and now it's here and it's so cold. Be careful what you wish for sometimes. I agree. (laughs) Yes. So what's up your sleeves, your winter sleeves? So today we're going to do an episode talking about divide and conquer. Ah, et vincere nemo dividat in Latin. Oh. Aha, divide and conquer. Very interesting. Well, let's do it. What does it mean to you? And how does it affect you? And how do you observe it affecting other people? Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's one of those, well, like you said it in Latin, it's been around forever. And I guess it was taught to me as a war tactic Mm. to divide and then you would conquer. And so by dividing your opposition, you can make them weaker. Yes. And I guess that's what the saying means to me. I observe it everywhere. And I'll tell you what I really think when I watch the world and different places in it. I can see artificial divisions all over the place. For instance, people call us races, the Asian race, the white race, the black race. There's no such thing as races. We're the human race. Yeah, yeah. There's no division. It's been made up. It's the same as skin colour. There's no such thing as black and white. We're all shades of brown, albeit I'm a very pale shade and somebody else might be a much darker shade, but no one is white Mm. and no one is black. We are all shades of colours of the brown tone and I feel like all of these things have been put in place artificially to keep us divided, to keep us fighting each other. And I think it's time that we grow up and get over it. We're all human beings. We're all here experiencing life on planet Earth. We're all cut from the same genetic cloth. I think that we would be better off as a species 
if we could find more things that brought us together rather than things that divide us. And I guess that's why I feel like today's topic is so important. What about you? What's your take? Well, first of all, it's music to my ears. Let's find what we have as a common denominator that is absolutely up my alley. And that's what I'm working for. That's what I'm living for. That's why I'm doing so much charity work to support humans, to understand that and to bring it closer to their awareness. Now, back to the color. First of all, it is about pigments and pigmentation. And I think if we would say and speak about pigmentation levels, but now why is it important in the first place? I didn't choose my skin pigmentation. Did you? No. I don't know anyone who did. I was a guest on a podcast with a young gentleman, Benjamin, from Ghana. He is a beautiful human being, inside out. And based on our skin pigmentation and hair color, we were very much the opposite because he had very dark hair, very dark skin, and I had bright skin and bright hair. Now, within 10 minutes, because he asked me to do so, he didn't say I should do it in 10 minutes or in five or in an hour or in 10 weeks or 10 years. He asked me, how can we stop racism? And I made it very clear. Did you choose your birthplace? No. Did you choose the color of your eyes? No. Did you choose your skin pigmentation? No. Okay, there's male and there's female. Now, does it really matter? I didn't choose. So I as well make the best out of it and make as well the best I can make out of the relations that I can have with people who are different. Now, differences are exciting. And I totally agree with what you said that is taught in schools, because that saying divide and conquer is oftentimes mentioned as divide and rule, because it's easier to rule people then. Well, I do believe that this is over. It is no longer really working. I see people around the globe coming together as new communities that would have never met one another if there was not a specific mindset that brought them together, which is that we are one human race. And I would put something on top of that. Actually, the behavior matters. When you ask people, when it comes to a specific group in society that they don't like, well, these are like that or those are like that. When you ask people, give me reasons why you don't like these or don't like those at the end of the day and in the bottom of it, it goes back to behavior. They are unfamiliar or disagree with specific behaviors. And there's the solution. Behavior is all that matters. And now I come back and say it is so easy. Let's preserve and promote human values. That's the key. And I'm working on it unstoppably in quantity of hours, speaking to people from different backgrounds, different societal statuses, because once they understand, they step out of being offended because they, due to birth and their genetics, belong to a group they didn't choose at least not consciously, those who describe themselves more spiritual believe oftentimes that they chose their birthplace, they chose their parents. I don't know anyone who was able to give proof of that. And this is not about discussion. I respect that point of view and I'm not giving my opinion about that view 
because I have my own point of view. Now, the question is, as I don't know anyone who can prove to me right here, right now, as a human being alive, that they chose, not based on some scriptures, not based on some spiritual teachings, that they chose where they were born, their birthplace, the citizenship that they received. You know what? I'll jump in quick because I'm not sure it matters if they chose it pre-life because you don't know when you get here. Let's just say they did, but you're born a baby with no memory. So with no memory, you don't have power of that choice anymore. It's done. You're here and you lump it. (laughs) Well, I agree with you that it really doesn't matter. Did we know, did we choose or didn't we? Because in this life, we didn't. Once we are born, it's done. Yeah. And then we are receiving or a citizenship is forced upon us in those countries where there is rarely natural birth happening. And then you get that stamp and then you belong and you're part of the system. Now, I think it is a good idea to, from an elevated point of view, just step out of the system. Meaning, okay, people say that these sort of people are bad or those sort of people are good. I have conversations about that from people from around the world because there are so many countries where clients live in, I treat them the same way and they treat me the same way. Are there cultural differences? Yes, but we speak about what is common and what works for all humans because, for example, Max van Neve, the nine universal needs that all humans have We made an episode on it. So it is important to see, okay, so there are universal needs. Now, therefore, when we focus on that, then maybe the greed can also dissipate. I don't know anyone who took anything materialistic with them after their last breath. I'm not talking religion. I've not seen anyone. When you look at archaeologists, and I'm not questioning why people did in these eras what they did, But there were found some bones with lots of gifts, gold and coins and all sort of beautiful valuables. Does it really matter? I believe that when we start focusing on the experience of life and the quality of the experience of life, then many things just dissipate. I think they just disappear. So I think I'm not saying I'm right. You asked me what I think. (laughs) I think it's very interesting, all of those things that you've said. And I do agree that the values that we have are key. And I think one of the keys to getting to that is to understand that our world is made up of many cultures, many backgrounds, and each of those cultures have values that they deem to be important And I think if we can find the common values across all those cultures, then we've got a starting point. Because I do believe that we do have common values across the world. I agree, yes. Clearly, traditional values may vary, but that is okay. Yeah, well, like you said, differences are exciting. And I think we just need to find the space where we can celebrate the differences, but also find our common ground so that our behavior is based on those common values. If we had some sort of set of values that everybody agreed to adhere to, I think we'd have a very different world. And 
This is one of the reasons that I do like the Ten Commandments. I'm not a religious person. You probably know that after three years of listening to us. And I don't personally believe in organized religion, but I do feel there is some good in something like the Ten Commandments. Totally. They're a set of rules to have an ethical standard to live by. And moral. Yes, ethical and moral standard. And I think that humanity needs that standard. I think that if we don't have a standard to hold ourselves to, we slip very easily. I think it's part of our nature. And so if we could implement something like that, and I don't know how, but all agree on that, then we would have a world that had a lot more tolerance, a lot more understanding, a lot more patience, because it would start with something good. It would start with something we base our lives on, something positive that is good for all people. There has to be a starting point in order to heal us. At the moment, we are so divided. There are so many negative things happening all over the place, even down to clips online where people are just fighting and crazy. I don't even understand why they're doing that. And I guess it's coming from a place of being hurt and being angry and it turns into something else and they have no outlet and so they're acting out this way. We need to find solutions that can help heal all of this hurt and anger that's flying around the world so we can bring in love and support because at the end of the day, we are all the same. We might be born in different circumstances, but we're all human beings here. I disagree that we're all the same because we are all unique in my vision. That's how I see it. I think that it is a big question to ponder on. Is it enough to heal the inner world and the hurt and the frustration and the anger? Or is it maybe more important to prevent future hurt, frustration and anger to happen? I think they go hand in hand. I think that we need both. Yeah. And when I say we're the same, I mean you're a human being, I'm a human being, that person over there is a human being. We're all here being human beings and that makes us have common ground. You're not born better than somebody else. You might have different circumstances. That's what I mean by the same. Of course, we're all wonderfully unique. Wouldn't it be boring if we weren't? I think we have different talents. We have different strengths, different interests. And I listened to, I consider him a very wise man. And we had a conversation about how to stop the fight and how to make more peace. And he said, there cannot be peace until there is no peace found between the male and the female, also energetically there cannot be peace. And that's where it starts. Accepting others for their otherness, respecting others for their otherness, because I want to be respected for my uniqueness. And so do they. In many episodes, I mentioned that overnight we would have a different society globally if we would just overnight hold ourselves to the Ten Commandments. Nevertheless, I think there's one that really stands out to me. Don't do on others what you don't want to have done on yourself. 
Is that correct? Close enough. <laughs> Don't do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Something like that. I know what you mean. It means treat other people like you want to be treated yourself. Okay. Now, but here comes now a very special point, I think. Because when I'm used to being mistreated and abused, I stop right here because otherwise I think we continue talking until tomorrow, my time, which will be your tonight. <laughs> and I understand that we have a time limitation on our episodes. But I so wholeheartedly agree. Let's stop the divide and conquer. How can we start? Self. That's the only territory where we can start. Notice when you make differences. Notice where they come from. Are they really your opinions or are they some rules that you adapted to and adopted? Are they cultural? Are they regional? Are they societal? Are they habitual in your family? Where do they come from? And are they really still relevant and serving you and supporting you in your life that you live right here, right now in the 21st century? I understand that when we look back at history, some rules were very important during different eras. We don't live there anymore. And I have a great example of someone I don't want to describe too closely because he might be recognized. But he's that big man, tall, strong, extremely strong. And he has a young family, relatively young family. And he's known to be very professional, not very humorous, punctual, and a little bit on the unfriendly side as he appears. Not with me. Why? Because I treat the humaneness within him. When I see him, I hug him and I say, hey, how are you doing? And then he giggles a little bit, ha, 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 because he's not used to that. And he says, I'm not even giving my mom a hug. Well, that's how he grew up. I respect that. But how I get in touch with him, it tickles something in him where he can then live that soft side, although he is very masculine and very strong. So when we just respect others' otherness, and be as friendly and humane we can be, then we can also tickle out the humaneness in others. Look, I really do not like dogs when they kiss me, meaning they lick here and there. I can't stand it. I don't know why. It's just for me not very pleasant. But then yesterday I saw this cute little rescue from Mexico And that dog was so cute and it kissed my toes. And I said, oh, you're kissing my toes. And it looked at me and just waggled the tail and it was okay. So that dog brought out something in me that it wasn't so weird and awkward. It's really not life-threatening when a dog licks me. I just don't like it. But the way that dog came forward and that attitude brought out something that made me just disobey my own rule. I'm just going to throw out there, I'm glad it was your toes and not your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't pick up the dog. <laughs> yes. But yes, I get your point. And I also believe that respect is one of the paramount values. And it's certainly a line in my sand after many experiences in my life. I have learned that is one of the things that I will not live without when it comes to a relationship. Yes, and I agree with you. Now everything is a relationship. Even your desk, your computer, yep. 
You have a relationship with your computer. You have a relationship with your mic. You have a relationship with your headset. You have a relationship with your desk, your carpet, your door, your windows. How do you treat it? Do you treat it with respect? Now, because we know that children don't learn what they are told to do, but most they learn is by observation. That's, for example, why children usually don't come home wholeheartedly excited. Yes, I can do some mathematical equations because mommy and daddy are sitting there. They do it in their spare time. They just love doing these mathematical equations. Very rarely happening. So what do children learn? Well, do your math. I told you, you must be someone. Learn your stuff. Well, when the parents don't show their own excitement, then it's not really interesting and not very inspiring for the children either. Same with respect. So we as adults, with or without children, it's our responsibility what we bring into this world and to not participate in the divide and conquer. Start asking questions instead. I remember a story from my childhood where I was in kindergarten. And I remember there were two girls and they had a really great relationship, but they always wanted to invite somebody into their relationship. And then the other one tried to divide them and conquer. So meaning that then she was the more important. Children, I don't know if it's innate or not. And maybe one day we have an expert on this podcast who can explain to us where it comes from or where it doesn't. I see it in relations in businesses. There is that jealousy or envy. Oh, yeah, because they have such a good relationship with my boss. Oh, let me do something about it. Then they start speaking poorly about someone so that then maybe the boss, if he is not aware enough, will maybe disregard or start distrusting the one that he was close with. So we must stop it in our own life. When I want to be part of something and I want to participate, I can say, hey, I'd like to participate in that. And based on my behavior, I will be invited or not. And maybe I'm not a good fit. I can accept that too. And I'm going to tell the story. I don't know who wrote the story. Otherwise, I would give credit to the author. A father bought a car long before the daughter turned 18 and had a driver's license. So the daughter's birthday and she gets her driver's license and she's 18 and she got the key. And the father asked her to drive the car to a used car dealer and ask how much money he would give for the car. And she came back excitedly and said, oh, well, they said the car is really used and a little bit worn. And so they would give us a thousand dollars. The father said, okay, go down the street to the pawn shop and ask them how much they give you for the car. So she drives there, she comes back and she says $500 because they said the car is really used and a little too old. And then he said, go to the automobile club. And the daughter drives there. So she's practicing driving in the meantime. She comes back excited and tells her father, somebody offered $100,000 for the car because they say it's such a rare car. And he said, look, this is how I wish you drive your life. When you are undervalued, it's not the right audience. And when we realize that, it is not necessary to divide and conquer. Find your peers. When you like extreme workout, find the people who are into that. When you like yoga, go to a yoga class. When you like meditation, go and meditate. When you like talking, go to speaker clubs. When you like reading, go to the library or book club. We are so many. And those who are interested in something that they value will be excited about you valuing it too. 
And instead of I must divide because then I gain something, I do not believe that anyone gains when we divide. Unless my eggs, when I divide the yolk from the egg white, then I benefit. <laughs> but other than that... I like the advice to find your peers. I think that's really good advice. I think that is a great way to celebrate our differences. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being different. I think it's how we put it into action that matters, how we treat it that matters. Like yeah. you said, it comes back to behavior. That is the key. However I look and wherever I look, I come to the same conclusion every single time. Human values, developing them from young age, and developing them now in the teenagers and in the adults, the young parents, the mid-aged, the elderly, because that is what brings us together. And then we can celebrate. Then we can celebrate the festivity of the one human family and divide and conquer is over. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, dear audience. What do you think? Have you also grown up knowing this term and how does it work in your life? And what do you think about values, behavior, and how do you focus on the quality and experience of your life in your world? We would love to hear from you. You can contact us on our website. There's a special page just to write us a message, boldandblonde.live. While you're there, please support us. We do need your help to stay on air. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to Self-Recoding, our major sponsor for three years. It's been absolutely amazing knowing that drives us and helps us stay on air. So thank you to Self-Recoding. If anyone out there needs help, please do go to selfrecoding.com, internationally acclaimed consulting and coaching from our dear Daisy. So please do that. That's it from us this week. We're actually going to continue this conversation next week, but I'm not going to tell you how. <laughs> so make sure you tune in. <laughs> make sure you tune in because next episode is the final episode of season seven, Daisy. And I'm excited. Incredible. Yes, absolutely. So that's it from us. Thank you once again. Please keep sharing our podcast. And we will be with you again next week. We are Bald and Blonde. Mindset Evolution. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. Please share our show with your family and friends. Together, we make this world a better place for you, for us, for future generations. When you need consulting or coaching, visit selfrecoding.com. Also, please remember to rate us five stars and leave a review and support us at baldandblonde.live. Talk to you soon.